Starting today a few chapters ahead at Addu'a Lil Muslimin. Addu'a Lil Muslimin. We've been talking about dua for the last few lessons, different etiquettes of the dua, different rulings regarding the dua, different types of dua. And the chapter here now is about some of the types of dua that you should make. And one of those generally is dua for the Muslims as a whole. Addu'a'u lil muslimin. Inna min al-umur al-muhimmati allati yanbaghi an yalhawaha al-muslimu fi addu'a bal qad addahu ba'du ahli al-ilm fi jumlati adab addu'a al-inayata bi addu'a lil-muslimin lil-muslimin bit-tawfiq wal-maghfirah that from the important affairs that a person should take note of and be aware of is in terms of his dua that he makes dua for the Muslims. And some of the scholars even said that one of the etiquettes of the dua is that you remember to make the dua generally for the Muslims, for them to be given success, and for them to be forgiven, and for them to have mercy, and to be aided upon goodness. And of course the greatest goodness is that they be aided to the truth, they be aided to the straight path. So you make dua for the Muslims as a whole. Make dua for them to be guided. Make dua for them to be forgiven. To have mercy from Allah upon them. And to be aided and helped upon righteousness and goodness. إِذْ إِنَّ الْجَمِيعُ مُشْتَرِكُونَ فِي الْحَاجَةِ إِلَى ذَلِكَ Because those kinds of things, everyone is in need of them. All of us are in need of seeking forgiveness. All of us are in need of the mercy of Allah. All of us are in need of the guidance and aid and success from Allah. That is something all of the Muslims are in need of. وَمَا مِنْ رَيْبٍ أَنَّ كُلَّ مُسْلِمٍ يُحِبُّ مِنْ إِخْوَانِهِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ أَنْ يَدْعُوا لَهُ وَيُسَرُّ بِذَلِكَ وَيَتَمَنَّى زِيَادَتَهُ Every Muslim loves that his brothers, they make dua for him. Everybody would love that the other believers, the other Muslims, they make dua for you. 
and that would be pleasing for you and you would desire that this increases that the believers, the brothers, the Muslims, they make dua for you everybody loves that loves that others should be making dua for them وَالْمُسْلِمُ يُحِبُّ لِأَخِيهِ مَا يُحِبُّ لِنَفْسِهِ And from the principles that we know, a Muslim loves for his brother what he loves for himself. لَا يُؤْمِنُ أَحَدُكُمْ حَتَّى يُحِبَّ لِأَخِيهِ مَا يُحِبُّ لِنَفْسِهِ None of you truly believes until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself. فَكَمَا أَنَّهُ يُحِبُّ ذَلِكَ لِنَفْسِهِ فَيَنْبَغِ أَنْ يَكُونَ مَعْتَنِيًا بِذَلِكَ تُجَاهِ إِخْوَانِهِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ بِحُبِّ الْخَيْرِ لَهُمْ وَالدُّعَاءِ لَهُمْ وَالْإِسْتِغْغَارِ وَنَحْوِ ذَلِكَ So just like a believer loves that for himself, loves goodness for himself, it is appropriate that you should be aware and uh, uh, have this in your mind in regards to the other Muslims too, that you love goodness for them as you love goodness for yourself. And so you make dua for them as you would like that they make dua for you. And that you seek forgiveness for them as you would love that they seek forgiveness for you. وَمَنْ كَانَ هَذَا شَأْنُهُ مَعَ إِخْوَانِهِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ قَيَّضَ اللَّهُ لَهُ مِنْ إِخْوَانِهِ مَنْ يَدْعُونَ لَهُ وَيَسْتَغْفِرُونَ لَهُ And if that's the kind of person you are, that you remember the Muslims, you remember the brothers, you remember other believers, and you make dua for them, then Allah will decree for you brothers who make dua for you. Allah will decree for you Muslims who make dua for you and remember you. والمسلم ينتفع بدعوة أخيه المسلم حيا وميتا. And the Muslim benefits from the dua of others for him, whether he's alive or after your death. If the dua is being made for you even after you die, then that is beneficial for you. That there are those who are making dua for you even after your death. وَإِذَا نَظَرَ الْمُسْلِمُ إِلَىٰ أَحْوَالِ إِخْوَانِهِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَجَدَهَا أَحْوَالًا مُتَفَاوِتًا And when you look at the state of your brothers, you look at the state of the Muslims, you see that there is a great deal of fluctuation in their states. A great deal of fluctuation, it varies a lot from one to another, the situations, the circumstances, the states different people are in. وَكُلُّ وَاحِدٍ مِّنْهُمْ بِحَاجَةِ إِلَىٰ دُعَاءِ إِخْوَانِهِ And everybody, every one of them is in need of the dua of his brothers for him. فَذَاكَ مَرِيضٌ يُعَانِي مِنَ الْمَرَضِ وَيُكَابِدْ آلَامَهِ وَلَرُبَّمَا يَكُونُ قَدْ أَمْضَى فِي مَرَضِهِ الْأَسَابِيعَ الْعَدِيدَةِ أو الشُّهُورَ الطَّوِيلَةِ وَقَدْ لَا يَغْمَضْ لَهُ جُفْنْ وَلَا يَهْدَ لَهُ بَالْ فِي آلَامٍ مُتْعِبَةِ وَأَوْجَاعٍ مُؤْلِمَةِ فَهُوَ بِحَاجَةِ 
إلى دعاء إخوانه المسلمين له بأن يشفي الله مرضه ويزيل بأسه ويفرج همه ويكشف كربه ويلبسه ثوب الصحة والعافية الشيخ gives an example that there could be a person who is ill and he could be in some severe illness experiencing a great deal of pain and anguish and perhaps he's been in that illness for weeks maybe months and he cannot find any comfort due to that illness that he is within and he cannot find any rest or calmness because of the difficulties and the pains and the fatigue of that illness he is in so he for example is in need of the dua of his brothers of the believers of the muslims that they make dua for him that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cures him and removes his difficulty from him and finds a way out for him brings him ease and removes that hardship from him and gives him good health gives him good health after that illness that's an example and it's mentioned in the hadith روى أبو داود والترمذي وقال حسن عن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال من عاد مريضا لم يحضر أجله فقال عنده سبع مرات أسأل الله العظيم رب العرش العظيم أن يشفيك إلا عافاه الله. That if it's mentioned in the hadith of Abu Dawood and Tirmidhi and reported from Ibn Abbas رضي الله عنهما from the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم that he said Whomsoever visits a sick person whose time for death has not come yet person is ill, he's in sickness, but he's alive yet. Death has not come to him, he's in sickness, he is in illness, he is in that state. Whoever goes and visits that person, visits the sick one, and recites seven times, when he's there visiting him, recites the dua seven times, أسأل الله العظيم رب العرش العظيم أن يشفيك that I ask Allah the, the great the uh, Lord of the great throne I ask Allah the, the mighty the majestic the Lord of the great throne to cure you seven times except that the person is cured Except that the person is cured. وفي الصحيحين عن عائشة رضي الله عنها قالت كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا أتى المريض يدعو له قال اللهم رب الناس أذهب البأس واشف أنت الشافي لا شفاء إلا شفاءك شفاء لا يغادر سقما 
It's mentioned in Al-Bukhari and Muslim from Aisha radiallahu anha that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the Messenger sallallahu wasallam, when he used to visit a sick person, he would make dua for him and say, Allahumma rabban nas adhib al-bas. Oh Allah, the Lord of mankind, remove this difficulty. Washfi anta shafi and cure. Cure him, you are the curer. There is no cure outside of your cure. Meaning that if Allah does not cure that person, nobody else can cure him. There is no cure except your cure. A cure that does not leave behind any trace of the illness. The Prophet ﷺ used to make that dua when visiting the sick person. وَمِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ مَنْ اخْتَرَمَتْهُ الْمَنِيَّةِ وَأَدْرَكَهُ الْمَوْتِ فَهُوَ فِي قَبَرِهِ مَحْتَجَزٍ وَبِأَعْمَالِهِ مُرْتَهَنٍ وَبِمَا قَدَّمَتْ يَدَاهُ مَجْزِئٍ فَهُوَ بِحَاجَةٍ إِلَى دُعَاءِ إِخْوَانِهِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ بِأَنْ يُقِيلَ اللَّهُ عَفَرَتَهُ وَيَغْفِرَ زَلَّتَهُ وَيَتَجَاوَزَ عَنْ خَطِيئَتِهِ then there is also the circumstance of when someone has passed away. Someone has died. So that person now who has passed away, he's died, he's been buried perhaps now. He is in need of the dua of his brothers. That deceased believer is in need of the dua of his believing brothers for him. That they make dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lightens the affair for him. And that forgives his uh, slips and shortcomings for him. And pardons and overlooks his errors. He is in need of the dua of his brothers for him. As Allah mentioned in the Quran, وَالَّذِينَ جَاءُوا مِن بَعْدِهِمْ يَقُولُونَ رَبَّنَا غَفِرْ لَنَا وَلِإِخْوَانِنَا الَّذِينَ سَبَقُونَا بِالْإِيمَانِ وَلَا تَجْعَلْ فِي قُلُوبِنَا غِلًّا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ رَؤُوفٌ رَحِيمٌ And those who came after them, they say, Our Lord, forgive for us and for our brothers. Forgive for us, forgive us and for our brothers. Those who preceded us in Iman and do not uh, place in our hearts any... Uh, hatred against those who believe uh, our Lord indeed you are the uh, oft merciful and the kind al-Sheikh Abdul Rahman al-Sa'di rahimahullah ta'ala mentioned hadha shamilun li jami'il mu'mineen yantafi'u ba'aduhum bi-ba'ad that this incorporates, it includes all of the believers. All of the believers, they benefit one from another. That you make dua for them. They all benefit from each other, from the dua that is made for them from their brothers. يَدْعُوا بَعْضُهُمْ لِبَعْضُ بِسَبَبِ الْمُشَارَكَةِ فِي الْإِيمَانِ الْمُقْتَضِي لِعَقْدِ الْأُخُوَّةِ بَيْنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ الَّتِي مِنْ فُرُوعِهَا أَنْ يَدْعُوَا بَعْضُهُمْ لِبَعْضُ وَنْ يُحِبَّ بَعْضُهُمْ بَعْضًا So it includes all of the believers. 
and they all benefit from one another, that they make dua for each other, that the believers make dua for each other, and they are doing so because they are all participants within iman. All of them are participants within iman, meaning they are all brothers in Islam. They are all brothers in Islam. And that necessitates that brotherhood as believers. And one of the branches of that, one of the consequences of this brotherhood in Islam, your brother for the sake of Allah, is that you make dua for him. And that you love for him. And you love each other. وَلِهَذَا ذَكَرَ اللَّهُ فِي هَذَا الدُّعَاءِ النَّفْيَ الْغِلِّ عَنِ الْقَلْبِ And that's why in that ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned about removing any hatred, any ill feeling in your hearts against any brother. الشَّامِلْ لِقَلِيلِهِ وَكَثِيرِهِ Whether it is a small amount or a large amount, الَّذِي إِذَا انْتَفَى ثَبَتَ ضِدُّهُ وَهُوَ الْمَحَبَّةُ بَيْنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُوَالَاتُ وَالنُّسْحُ وَنَحْوُ ذَلِكَ مِمَّا هُوَ مِنْ حُقُوقِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ So if that ill feeling is removed from your heart against your brother, then what remains after that is only love between you and that brother. So that is mentioned in the dua in the Qur'an, remove any hatred or ill feeling we may have to those who preceded us or to any other brother, and as a consequence of removing those evils from the heart, then it is only love that remains and goodness and unity and sincere advice for one another. وَمِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ مَنْ يَعِيشُونَ فِي بُلْدَانِهِمْ There are Muslims who live in their countries and their countries are full of fitan. The Shaykh mentions there may be trials and tribulations in their countries, wars that are going on, harub, muhlika, destructive wars going on, and severe trials and tribulations going on, and their enemies may have overcome them. Tasallata alayhim aduwuhum, fauriqat fihimuddima. So their blood is being spilt. War may be going on and difficulties and trials may be going on in some places and their blood is being spilt. And the women are being widowed, the husbands are being killed. And the children are being left as orphans. And the wealth is all being stolen and looted. لَهُمْ بِأَنْ يُنَفِّسَ اللَّهُ كُرْبَهُمْ So they are in need of dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes that difficulty from them. They are in need of the dua from their believing brothers and sisters, from the Muslims, so that this difficulty may be removed from them. And their grief and their concerns and their hardships may be removed and that their enemies may be removed. وَيَنْشُرْ الْأَمَنُ وَلِطْمِئْنَانَ بَيْنَهُمْ So that safety and security and calm can then be spread amongst them in that land. 
وقد كان من هدي النبي الكريم صلى الله عليه وسلم القنوت في النوازل التي تنزل بالمسلمين and it was from the guidance of the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم that he would make the qunut the dua uh, when the nawazil occurred the nawazil these one off kind of extreme situations of difficulty and trial and uh, various things that occur upon the ummah occur upon the muslims and generally maybe muslims and non muslims but they occur these one off times of difficulty and burden and hardship and trials that the messenger would make dua at those times in fact it reminds me recently as sheikh ubaid al jabiri hafizahullah ta'ala he said a couple of years ago when all of the the covid thing started when all of that began and the lockdowns were happening and the distancing in the prayers and the mosques being closed down certainly that was a difficult time all of the mosques shut down you cannot even go and pray in the mosque Jumu'ah cannot even be established. Eid prayers could not even be established. There were difficulties going on. Shaykh Ubaid al-Jabiri, Hafizullah, he said, in my night prayer, I make dua to Allah for this difficulty to be removed. The scholars, they implement all of this. They implement this. What we learn here, it is for the purpose of implementation. As Shaykh Ubaid, he said, I make dua in my night prayer for the difficulties of all of this COVID to be removed from us. from all this uh, uh, what happened and the, the the illness and the covid and all those affairs he said i make dua that allah removes it from us he said he used to do that in his night prayer fayad'u lil muslimina bin nusr wan najat aw bin nasr wan najat and so also you make dua for the muslims that they be given victory and they be given success and salvation wa li aduwihim bil hazima wal halak And in the context of what was being said here about the countries that are uh, ruined by war and uh, fighting and killing, that you make dua that Allah gives the Muslims victory and salvation and that their enemies are destroyed. And there are examples, examples in the sunnah where the Prophet ﷺ did exactly that. There are examples also from Abu Bakr As-Siddiq radiyallahu anhu Kadhalika qunutu Abi Bakr As-Siddiq radiyallahu anhu fi muharabati as-sahaba li Musaylamah al-kadhab that he made dua Abu Bakr As-Siddiq radiyallahu anhu when the battle or the fight was occurring Uh, 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 with the companions against Musaylama Musaylama the liar the kathab who claimed that he was a prophet after the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Musaylama al-kathab he was known as Musaylama the liar who claimed he was a prophet Abu Bakr as-Siddiq the companions they fought against him and he was making dua at that time وَعِنْدَ مُحَارَبَةِ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ And when the battles occurred with them, the Muslims and the people of the book, the Jews and the Christians. And also, Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu, it's mentioned in some narrations too. 
where he made dua when those general affairs occurred with the Muslims and the enemies attacking etc. They would make dua for all of the Muslims and for victory for the Muslims. So this is something that is mentioned in the sunnah. And that's why the scholars, they say it's a good thing. It's a good thing if the khatib on a Friday makes dua for the Muslims, makes dua for those in difficulty. Nothing wrong with that. The khatib mentions that in his khutbah, making dua for the Muslims and that Allah aids them and gives them victory in those lands where those difficulties are occurring. وَمِنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ مَنْ أَرَقَّهُمُ الْفَقْرِ وَأَقْعَدَتْهُمُ الْحَاجَةِ And there are Muslims who, for example, are in great need in terms of poverty. Another example. People who are in great need, Muslims who are in great need in terms of their poverty. And their need has engulfed them. To the extent that maybe some of them can barely even find clothes to cover themselves up with, such is their level of poverty in some places. Or they barely have any accommodation, any roof over their heads to live in. Or ta'aman yushbi'uhu wa They cannot barely, they can barely find food that is sufficient to feed them and suffice them and fill them. أَوْ شَرَابًا They can barely find water that quenches their thirst. They can barely find in anything to drink. بَلْ مِنْهُمْ مَنْ أَدْرَكَهُ حَتْفُهُ فِي مَجَاعَاتٍ مُهْلِكَةٍ وَقَحْطٍ مُفْجِعٍ فَهُمْ بِحَاجَ إِلَى دَعْوَاتٍ صَادِقَةٍ بِأَنْ يُغْنِ اللَّهُ فَقِيرَهُمْ وَيُشْبِعَ جَائِعَهُمْ وَيَكْسُ عَارِيَهُمْ وَيَسُدَّ حَاجَتَهُمْ وَيَكْشِفَ فَاقَتَهُمْ إِلَى غَيْرِ ذَلِكَ مِنْ أَنْوَاعِ الْاِهْتِمَامِ أُمُورِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَحُبِّ الْخَيْرِ لَهُمْ وَالدُّعَاءِ لَهُمْ And so some people, the Shaykh says, he mentions about when the famines and the droughts, they occur. In some countries when the famine happens or the drought happens and the difficulty and the stress, the people find themselves in those situations and the great need they find and the malnutrition that occurs. And you see sometimes on the, on the news and those affairs when you see those children in malnutrition, starving with no food, droughts going on, famines going on. These circumstances, they occur. And so they are in need of dua from the Muslims that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala feeds them, those who are in hunger and quenches the thirsts of those who are in thirst, and uh, clothes those who are naked. They are in need of the dua of the Muslims for uh, uh, them, and that Allah relieves them from that difficulty. And all of that is based upon what? What is it based upon people thousands of miles away in different countries who are in this poverty and starvation? What is that to you? What is that to you? Living in a country where, or in a place where you have your clothes, you have your food, you have your drink, you have your homes, you have comfort, you have peace. What is it to you, people thousands of miles away, Muslims thousands of miles away, or are in all of that suffering? What it is to you is, كُلُّهُ مُنْطَلِقْ مِنَ الرَّابِطَةِ الْإِيمَانِيَّةِ 
that the connection of iman connects you to them. Muslims, wherever they are in the world, they are connected to you via the iman. Your iman is their iman, iman in Allah, iman in the angels, in the books, in the prophets, in the day of judgment, the decree, Islam. That unites you, doesn't matter if they are thousands of miles away in places you don't know and you don't see. Rather, that iman connects between you. قال الله تعالى إنما المؤمنين إخوة that indeed the believers are Muslims or rather the believers are brothers indeed the believers are brothers and also Allah said والمؤمنون والمؤمنات بعضهم أولياء بعض that the believers male and female they are أولياء one to another they are protectors and helpers one to another. Uh, and in a hadith, the famous narration in Bukhari and Muslim, مَثَلُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ فِي تَوَادِّهِمْ وَتَرَاحُمِهِمْ مَثَلُ الْجَسَدِ إِذَا اشْتَكَ مِنْهُ عَضُونَ تَدَاعَ لَهُ سَائِرُ الْجَسَدِ بِالسَّهَرِ وَالْحُمَاءِ That the example of the believers in their love and connection and their mercy for one another is like the example of a body. If one part of the body is in pain or difficulty, the rest of the body feels it. If one part is in difficulty or pain, all of the body feels and experiences that difficulty and pain uh, with that fever or whatever it might be. Uh, And also it's mentioned in another hadith in Sahih Muslim of An-Ni'man ibn Bashir radiyallahu anhu qal قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم المسلمون كرجل واحد The Muslims are like one man, like one body. إن اشتكى عينه اشتكى كله If there's a problem in the eye, that's just one part. But all of the body then feels that pain and feels that difficulty from the problem there. وإذا اشتكى رأسه اشتكى كله and if there's a, a pain in the head, then still the rest of the body feels that too. And the rest of the body then impacts or is affected by that pain in that one part. Because the Muslims are like that, united, connected, and you feel the pain of those who may be in difficulty uh, regardless of where they may be. And in the hadith of Abu Musa al-Ash'ari, رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم المؤمن للمؤمن كالبنيان يشد بعضه بعضا that a believer to another believer is like a, a building that it holds itself up together but if you move bricks from here move bricks from there then the whole building collapses but the building holds itself together as the Ummah, the Muslims, they hold themselves together by giving support on each side, on all sides to each other. So the walls and the building and everything holds tight. But if one side slips, another side slips, then the whole building goes. So the believers are like a building. They hold their structure together intact as one force. And in the hadith, another hadith of Abu Musa al-Ash'ari also, radiyallahu anhu, he says, أَنَّهُ سَمِعَ النَّبِيَّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ 
يقول لن تؤمنوا حتى تراحموا You will not believe your iman will not be perfected until you have mercy upon one another قالوا يا رسول الله كلنا رحيم They said, O oh Messenger of Allah, all of us are merciful. All of us are merciful. قال, إنه ليس برحمة أحدكم صاحبة ولكن رحم, ولكنها رحمة الناس رحمة العامة. The Messenger said, it's not about being merciful to your friend. Everybody's merciful to each other and to their friends. The Messenger said, it's not that kind of mercy. With your friends, of course, you are good and help and you are kind and generous and love your friends. It's not just that. The messenger said it is the general mercy for all of the people. All of the ummah. All of mankind. Not just the mercy with your friend that you help him and love him. And what about the Muslims in other places in poverty and need you don't care about them? The messenger said it's not just how you think when they said we are all merciful. He said it's not just about merciful to your friends and to your companions, to those that you love. But rather the general mercy to all of the believers and to all of the Muslims. والأحاديث في هذا المعنى كثيرة فينبغي على المسلم أن يكون مراعيا لحقوق إخوانه المسلمين محبا الخير لهم. So there are many hadith on this particular topic that talk about this. So it is appropriate that a Muslim should take care of that affair. Recognize that and remember to fulfill the rights of his Muslim brothers and love goodness for them. Rahiman bihim and to be merciful upon them. Atufan alayhim to empathize with them. Da'iyan lahum bitawfiqi was sadat. Making dua for them that they are given success and uprightness. Wal khaira wal falah and goodness and success. والصلاح والاستقامة and righteousness and uprightness in all of their affairs. Then in the following chapter, it continues speaking about a specific aspect of this dua that you make for the Muslims. And that specific aspect is in regards to the istighfar, that you seek forgiveness for other Muslims. تقدم بيان أهمية دعاء المسلم لغيره من إخوانه المسلمين بالموفرة والتوفيق والهداية والسداد ونحو ذلك وتقدم الإشارة إلى أن حاجة الجميع إلى ذلك مشتركة فكما أن المسلم بحاجة إلى دعوات إخوانه المسلمين فكذلك إخوانه المسلمون بحاجة إلى ذلك قال العلامة ابن القيم رحمه الله. So we've already mentioned how you should make du'a for your brothers, seek forgiveness for them, and they similarly would want you to make du'a for them as you want to make them, uh, or as you wish that they make du'a for you, and they mutually benefit from that. Ibn al-Qayyim said, والجميع مشتركون في الحاجة بل في الضرورة إلى مغفرة الله وعفوه ورحمته. All of us as Muslims are in need of, and Ibn al-Qayyim says, in fact, not just in need of, but we are absolutely in dire need, in a necessity 
to the forgiveness of Allah and the pardoning of Allah and the mercy of Allah. All of us are in dire need for that, in a great need for that, for that mercy and forgiveness and pardoning from Allah. فَكَمَا يُحِبُّ So just as a Muslim loves, أَنْ يَسْتَغْفِرَ لَهُ أَخُوهُ الْمُسْلِمُ just as you love that your Muslim brother should seek forgiveness for you from Allah, كَذَلِكَ هُوَ أَيْضًا يَنْبَغِي أَنْ يَسْتَغْفِرَ لِأَخِيهِ الْمُسْلِمِ Then you likewise, it is suitable that you seek forgiveness for your Muslim brother. فَيَصِيرُ هِجِّيرَاهُ رُبَّ رَبِّ غَفِرْ لِي وَلِوَالِدَيَّ وَلِلْمُسْلِمِينَ وَالْمُسْلِمَاتِ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ وَقَدْ كَانَ بَعْضُ السَّلَفِ يَسْتَحِبُّ لِكُلِّ أَحَدٍ أَنْ يُدَاوِمَ عَلَى هَذَا الدُّعَى كُلَّ يَوْمٍ سَبْعِينَ مَرَّةٍ فَيَجْعَلُ لَهُ مِنْهُ وِرْدًا لَا يَخِلُّ بِهِ So it is appropriate that a Muslim seeks forgiveness for his brother. And you make that dua whereby you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness for yourself for your parents, for the Muslims, the men and the women, the believers, the men and the women, and some of the Salaf even used to recommend or like to make this dua for the Muslims on a regular basis. They used to sometimes do it 70 times a day, and that can indicate just a large amount of times every day. And so they would make it like a regular thing, they wouldn't forget every day they would make dua for the Muslims, for their parents, for the Muslims as a whole, generally the believers from the males and the females, they would make dua for them. And Ibn al-Qayyim said, سَمِعْتُ shaykhana." He said, I heard our shaykh, meaning Ibn Taymiyyah. He heard Ibn Taymiyyah mention that. وَذَكَرَ فِيهِ فَضْلًا عَظِيمًا لَا أَحْفَظُ And Ibn al-Qayyim says, Ibn Taymiyyah mentioned a great virtue in doing that, making dua for the Muslims regularly. But he says, I have not memorized what he mentioned. He mentioned a great virtue, but he says, Ibn Qayyim, that I didn't memorize what Ibn Taymiyyah said. وَرُبَّمَا كَانَ مِنْ جُمْلَةِ أَوْرَادِهِ الَّتِي لَا يَخِلُّ بِهَا And maybe it was from the, the du'as that he read every day and he would never miss them. وَسَمِعَتُهُ يَقُولْ إِنَّ جَعَلَهُ بَيْنَ سَجْدَتَيْنِ جَائِزَةً that making that dua between the two prostrations for the Muslims, etc., is permissible, he used to say. فَإِذَا شَهِدَ الْعَبْدُ أَنَّ إِخْوَانَهُ مُصَابُونَ بِمِثْلِ مَا أُصِيبَ بِهِ مَحْتَاجُونَ إِلَى مَا هُوَ مَحْتَاجٌ إِلَيْهِ لَمْ يَمْتَنِعْ مِنْ مُسَاعَدَتِهِمْ إِلَّا لِفَرَضِ جَهْلِهِ بِمَغْفِرَةِ اللَّهِ وَفَضْلِهِ وَحَقِيقٌ بِهَذَا أَنْ لَا يُسَاعَدْ فَإِنَّ الْجَزَاءِ مِنْ جِنْسِ الْعَمَلِ so if you see and you witness that your brothers are afflicted by something that you have been afflicted with, and they are in need of what you are in need of, then there is nothing stopping you from helping them by making dua for them too. Except the excessive uh, level of ignorance that a person is on of the mercy and forgiveness of Allah and the virtue of Allah. And if you knew of the level of forgiveness and virtue of Allah, you would certainly make dua in plentiful amounts uh, for your brothers. So the one who doesn't do that, then perhaps he is deserving of not getting the help of Allah himself. 
because you get the same recompense as your actions that you do. So, uh, seeking forgiveness for the Muslims, al-istighfar in particular, is something mentioned. And it is said about, it was mentioned about Nuh alayhi salam, رَبِّ اغْفِرْ لِي وَلِوَالِدَيَّ وَلِمَنْ دَخَلَ بَيْتِيَ مُؤْمِنًا وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ وَلَا تَزِدِ الظَّالِمِينَ إِلَّا تَبَارًا The dua that Nuh alayhi salam made. That my Lord forgive me and my parents and those who enter my home مُؤْمِنًا وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ as a believer, the believers from the males and from the females. Nuh alayhi salam making dua for the believers. Also Ibrahim alayhi salam. Rabbana ufirli wali walidayya walil mu'minina. Yawma yaqumu al-hisab. Oh my Lord, our Lord, forgive me and for my parents and for the believers. And for the believers on that day of accountability. And Allah said to the Prophet وسلم, commanding him, فَعَلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ لِذَنْبِكَ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ Know that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except he, and seek forgiveness for your sin and for the believers, the male and the female. Allah commanded the Messenger to make that dua generally for everyone too. For the believers of the male and the female. So, there is a great reward and a great virtue in making dua for yourselves and for your brothers, for the other Muslims, and in particular seeking for them forgiveness, seeking for them mercy, seeking for them that goodness and righteousness. And that is something you would love yourself, that your brothers are making dua for you. So likewise make dua for them. And as that narration mentioned, if you do so, then Allah will decree for you people who are making dua for you also. So this is something to bear in mind with regards to the etiquette of dua. That's where we'll uh, summarize that section around that off. And inshallah ta'ala, next time we'll begin with the new section, uh, the next chapter inshallah. Wa sallallahu ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam.